Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to episode 80 of the Women's Running Podcast. Holly is in the house, but not my actual house because she has actual COVID. She's been dancing around the COVID lurgy for the past couple of weeks, but now it has firmly struck. She's feeling okay though, so I cracked the whip and we did this podcast despite the virus. So we talk about that and we talk about other things that have put the kibosh on our running, including my self-diagnosed hip bursitis which is worrying me ahead of the Brighton Half Marathon this weekend. I've decided not to run at all in the week beforehand, which I find very concerning, but I'm trying to find some confidence from within. So we chat about how we as women and as runners can tap into that innate confidence that men have and use it to feel better at start lines and in life. We also talk about something closely linked with that, imposter syndrome, and how we both suffer hugely from it, but how that isn't a massive surprise because we are women. So not much actual running talk here, and more about the mental tricks our minds play to prevent us from running or entering races or feeling good when we do run. We don't have the answers, but we do have all the empathy. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by The North Face. Flight Vective from The North Face is an incredibly responsive trail shoe. Ultra light and breathable, it's been designed for speed and agility. The Vective technology combines a 3D carbon fibre plate and rocker midsole to turn energy into momentum to propel you forward. A bio-based outsole rubber compound provides superior traction and durability, while the upper is durable, flexible, light and protective. All the things. The Vective range of brilliant trail shoes enables you to power further. Available now at thenorthface.co.uk forward slash Vective. We love making this podcast for you and we hope you love it just as much. If you do, we're asking for your support so that we can continue making it. 
we've joined up with Patreon to do that awkward thing of asking for money. But the thing is, we're only asking you to donate less than a very average cup of coffee a month. You can become a patron of the Women's Running Podcast for as little as £2 a month. For that, you get four whole new podcasts a month and we're offering you some lovely perks. And if you're very generous, a free subscription to the digital magazine too. Come and be part of the Women's Running Podcast and we will love you forever. Please go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to join us. Oh God, Holly, you're weak. You're weak. I know. Crap times all round. Shall I update everyone on my crap times first? Update. Do it. Okay. So last week, um, it was it all started at a first birthday party. I went to my niece's birthday party, um, especially as well, considering I work from home. We've been really careful with masks and not seeing anybody and mm-hmm. been super careful. Even before this first birthday party, we'd all been instructed to take COVID tests and not come if we had any symptoms or were negative at all, positive at all. Um, And we went to our lovely niece's first birthday. She also didn't really know what was going on and was a bit weepy and confused by the whole thing anyway. Um, But it was lovely. It was still really, really nice. Um, And then we, the next day, got a text from um Doug's sister to say that they'd all had it's so unlucky they'd all had positive lateral flows that day but the day before the party they'd all had negative ones so they told us that they'd all had negative had positive lateral flows and we just kind of crossed our fingers and hoped for the best and then Doug got COVID at the start of last week and I thought I had the most amazing immune system and I was just naturally <laughs> incredibly fit and I was just avoiding it because I didn't, we live in a, in a basically a one bedroom flat. It's, you know, two rooms, but one's a study. So we don't yeah. have two beds or anything. So we realized from the start that this was, it was going to be a bit of a failed mission trying to keep apart from each other because we've only got one kitchen and, you know, we, mm. we weren't really going to be able to, to keep apart from each other so I just hoped and thought I must be, a, I must be a really strong and yeah. amazing yeah. brave because I'm yeah. not getting it. I feel like hopefully I'm still brave and strong. But yeah. today I got, in fact, weirdly, today I looked at my lateral flow from yesterday because I've been obsessively lateral flowing every day yeah. since Doug tested positive just in case. Mm. And, um, and I thought, can I see the most tiny of faint positive lines ever and I thought nah I don't think so and I threw it in the bin and then today there was a much more prominent negative line so how are you feeling and then I cried oh don't cry I'm okay I did a big cry and now I'm fine I think it's mainly because as we all know I am an anxious anxious bean and (laughs) any kind of health worries especially anything to do with breathing or things like that make me go completely bonkers and you know that I've been struggling with that a little bit again recently um even though I've been pretending to the world that everything's been fine um Mm -hmm. 
and I just feel like a lot of it revolves around health and the last thing that I needed was COVID but I've got it now and I almost feel as if the fact that now I've got it I'm having that slightly weird euphoric feeling where the worst thing happens and you kind of go well well, there's nothing left to worry about now yeah yeah I I, I did I did speak to someone recently who who'd been diagnosed and got over it uh, actually, it's a woman in her, I think she's in her 70s now. And she was saying mm. the relief, the pure relief of having had it. Yeah. I'm hoping that it's going to be like, you know, when you get your period and it sucks, but then you come off your period and you think <laughs> you feel so smug and you're like, oh, oh it's, it was worth it just for this feeling of, oh, I don't have to put another tampon in now. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm hoping it's going to feel like when I come out of it. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be, it's going to be worth having had it. And and then I'll hopefully have lovely, juicy antibodies. <laughs> juicy antibodies. Yeah, having that kind I of, hope. that sort of day seven, you know, fly, my pretty, be free. This is already massively cheering me up from big post-COVID <laughs> cry. Oh, um, sweetie. Oh. So tell, tell but, yeah. me, um, so did you feel any onset of any kind of symptoms over the past week or anything? A little bit. So I was, I weirdly, Doug has had no symptoms at all. And that's why I wondered if, I thought that might be why I'd, I'd been jammy and managed to not catch it from him. I don't, again, I, I don't think this is science at all, but I yeah. thought maybe if he's not got symptoms, he's not coughing COVID onto me. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. It, that makes sense. Science. Yeah. So I thought maybe I might not, might not get it because he was symptomless, but yeah. I had a little bit of a cough last week it's nothing worse than you know maybe after you've been on a night out or something it's just a sort of slightly tickly feeling um it's a little bit worse today than it maybe has been over the last week or so but it's just the classic you know when you're a bit run down and usually you've got a cough and it's just slightly irritating for a week or so and then it goes away yeah it's it's not been nothing worse than that and then maybe today and it could all be a bit psychosomatic since I've started thinking about it Mm. but um I feel a little bit achy in my bones you know yeah slightly sort of I I mean I'm I'm very interested as to how it's going to affect running because I was going to go for a run today and I didn't just because i had my I did I did COVID crying instead as my lunch Good. break activity yes. I think that's, yeah <laughs> energy release enough I think yeah yeah but um but I am interested as to how it's going to affect things because at the moment I think it's more a psychological barrier than anything that I'm I think I've got COVID is that going to be a really bad idea to go running but I'd, I'd be very interested to hear what people other people who've had COVID who are runners say because yeah. I don't want to stop running because then I'm going to have a horrible time in Berlin if I take weeks off to, because coughs usually linger, don't they? And I, 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 I didn't do my long training run this weekend that I should have done because I was feeling a bit coffee anyway. So mm-hmm. interested to see what it, you know, how it affects that. But I think I've, I've just kind of had to come with a bit of a mindset of worst case scenario, Mm. and I have to miss some some runs it's like an injury isn't it I will just have to reassess what I am aiming for with Berlin and if I have to walk run it and have a lovely elongated sightseeing wander then that's what I have to do and I I just yeah I think I just will have to take it as it comes but if anybody who's listening has had COVID 
and has been training for something while they've had it or yeah. anyone is is in the same position where it's sort of not not debilitating I'm you know I'm not having to be sick off work or having to be in bed or anything like that mm. but just psychologically because I've got a bit of a cough and I know I've got it I feel I feel I just keep thinking about that below the neck rule you know yeah yes and and, and if I can kind of leap in here in here as in my almost favorite role of um armchair doctor mm. um I would, I would, uh, I would second that basically. So, yeah. so uh, definitely, it's it. This is time to kind of listen to your body, isn't it? And to kind of to figure out how you feel. And to, um, I mean, you know what it feels like when you've got a cold that's gone onto your chest. You should never run at that point because it, you're, yeah. you're just. It's it's less about it's less about exacerbating symptoms. It's about prolonging them, you know. And that's what you don't want to do. So. I mean, if you feel all right in yourself, I think it's fine to go and do bits and pieces. Although, I mean, I don't know. If you've got COVID, aren't you supposed to be isolating anyway? You're just supposed to be running around your living room. I think at the moment, um, I did wonder if you might think I was I think that earlier because I texted you to say I was going for a, an angry walk. And I thought, mm. I wonder if she's, if she's thinking she's going to call the police on I me. did I did immediately <laughs> yes <laughs> they did come round actually ah um, yes that was me no. <laughs> <laughs> no I had exactly the same thing I didn't I had no idea what the rules were at the moment um yeah and I, again yeah. if anybody's listening and I'm wrong please correct me but I think at the moment you're allowed to go for a walk with somebody from your household or on your own you're yeah. just not allowed to go for a walk with anybody else you've you've and apart from that you've got to stay inside you can also I didn't realize this because I had hmm. an awful panic about food today yeah I luckily sorted it with a with a friend who's going to do a food shop for us but you are allowed to go to a shop for food or essentials if you have no other choice kind of thing ah, yeah that's good yeah yeah so oh. And actually, as as of this Thursday, then everything changes in any case, doesn't it? But, exactly. Um, Though yeah. weird, right? I get. Um, I mean, I don't want to get too political about it, but I definitely don't feel like I want to be running around seeing people with COVID. No. Well, I think what I think the rules aren't to. I, I don't want to say the words to be fair to Boris, so I shan't. But I think the rule. <laughs> <laughs> but the rule. I think the rules are basically that that, that we are now kind of the masters of our own destiny. Um, yeah, but it's if just you, not le- not illegal anymore to not isolate, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. So mm. if, if you would if you would not go into work and lick faces if you had flu, then best not do it if you got COVID kind of thing. So um, yeah, uh, I, let's tell you why I'm very sad about it. It's because last week I was my sister was supposed to come and we were going to go to Longleat because they've got nice. baby koalas. <laughs> And I know there's, again, this is a bit of a can of worms of questionable things about should you go and see animals in zoos. But yeah, baby koalas, everybody cut me some slack. I really wanted to go and see the baby koalas. And I wanted to go and see them this this weekend now in the hope that I'd be free. And now I don't think I'm going to be free to see them again. Oh, sweetie. I know. But I mean, for, you know, first world problems. Am I right? Yeah, long the fact problems. that I can't go and yeah, I can't go and yeah. see the baby koalas in Longley. I'm sure I'll live. Oh yeah. But, oh look, but but what I did want to talk about also because of your mm. running, you're talking about the training and stuff. Yeah. Um And um, one one thing that I've learned to my absolute cost is if you have to inadvertently take some time off a training schedule, mm. 
say you stopped when you were doing your longest run of like seven miles. Yeah, that's about right. Okay, if you stopped at seven miles and then you don't do a long run for um, two weeks and you don't have, you know, maybe you stop running altogether for two weeks. Yeah. It's best not to start at seven miles. Really? Yes, really. Because your fitness will have gone down a little bit. And so if you start at seven miles again, you'll be overtraining and you will be at a risk of injury. So okay. uh, because I did that, I did that after the marathon. I went, I had two weeks off because of injury, mm. uh, mild injury, and then ran a half marathon, like on my own, just, you know, just a half marathon distance. And it completely screwed me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just having that, that amount of time off. With, with really nothing at all, doing nothing at all. Mm. You, you need to go back a couple of weeks. And it, it might so I'm, be... I'm, I'm now just basically looking at reassessing how, what kind of level of fitness I'm going to be for the Berlin half, really. Well, Which is fine. I'm saying well, that in a very bleak voice. But... You are saying it in a bleak voice and don't be bleak about <laughs> it. Because I'm not saying that if you do go back to like, say, five miles as your long run, that you need to build up as slowly as you had been building up you know so yeah, maybe you, I can build up by a two mile at a time so if I try a yeah. five mile say say worst case scenario I can't go this weekend though I'm hoping that I might be kind of out of the woods by then because I think mm. I was starting to have symptoms before I tested positive and now hopefully I'm you know coming to the end yeah um but say I managed to go for five miles this weekend yes then I might be able to jump up by seven to seven the next weekend after and then in a couple of weeks time I'll be back up to the place that I was yeah I would yeah just really at this point absolutely run to feel so go really 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 super slow on those long runs and and start with an idea of five in your mind because you know that you can do that if you feel like you can get to five and a half then fine if you feel yeah. like you can get to six, fine. And then the week after that, maybe add on. My trick is never to add on a whole number because I think it, I don't know. I think that's for, for simpletons. Add on 1.2 miles or something like that. <laughs> it's lovely doing that. So, do, okay. do, you know, don't just, don't stop dead at like five. Do 5.1 and then you'll know that you, you can achieve six if you want to. And then the next week do 6.4. Oh, I love that. I really like that. Because then you've got that lovely thing. We've talked about this before. But then you've got that lovely thing where if you were to run, like a a whole mile sometimes can seem really stressful. But Mm. 0.9 of a mile is like, yeah, that's absolutely less than a mile. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're having a laugh. Yeah, I know. You know, my eyes closed, mate. So, yeah, adding on random things. That's that's my I've forgotten about that being my little secret tip that I do for my it's kind of it works really, really well for me with my training, especially if it's a really long training plan. If it's like, you know, 16 mm. weeks of marathon training and and I know that I've got to do I know one one of those weeks I've got to do something like 16 miles. I just think, oh, God, but but hedging. Yeah, just just pushing over it into 16 point three miles something like that which mm. is just you know another couple of minutes or something just doing that gives me so much confidence for the next long run so um yeah okay yeah. so you've got less of a surmountable it's like oh just gotta yeah. finish that mile next time just gotta finish a mile off but then yeah. you think to yourself oh well actually i'm not going to do 
17 next time I'm going to do 17.6 you know it's just because <laughs> you know that little little point one of a mile or something is just um yeah this one does feel self-confidence I think I have to remind myself as well that it is about us going and having a lovely time exactly I got very caught up in the last in the last week or so yeah where I've not been at my at my fittest and I've been worrying about my my cough yeah I think I've just been sort of going as if it's like an exam or something and I'm going oh, oh my goodness this is going yeah. to put me back so much I'm going to do rubbishy I'm not going to meet my goal and yeah. knowing that like at the end of the day if I even if I face planted on mile one and I I, <laughs> I couldn't carry on uh, you know we're not we're not sort of being we're not doing it for any other reason other than because we really want to go to Berlin and give this challenge a go so yeah. I need yeah. to remind myself of that, that the world is not going to cave in if I don't manage to stick to the exact training plan and run it in the exact time that I'd hoped to. Exactly. We're going there for Brandenburg Gate and Black Forest Gatto, right? I think that's... Exactly. I think and that's... Steiners. And I keep Steiners. calling it Steiners. And I don't know whether that's how, whether they're a thing. But I think that's a kind of piano, isn't it? it? I don't know. I think it might be. <laughs> Uh, well to be honest I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to make it in one piece when we get to Berlin I know that well that's what I keep thinking as well is not to remotely use your tragedy (laughs) as my victory or whatever but I keep thinking about times that like that you've unexpectedly had an injury or something and think Mm. I would never look at you and go oh Esther's rubbish because she can't do this because she's been injured I would be like, how awful for her. And I need to extend that same level of sympathy with myself with this exactly. slightly weird COVID scenario. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah. so I don't have COVID, but I do have, I think, I've, and I've, I've checked this with Dr. Google and I trust him implicitly, or her. Um, I think I've got bursitis in my hip. <gasps> Tell Hi. me what that is. I've got no idea. Well. That sounds horrid. I think it sounds worse than it is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've had it before because I think you can get it when you just fall over because it's like a, you can get it as an impact injury. I fell off a bike once and I got it in my hip. Um, I fell off a bike. This was about 15 years ago. I was cycling along the canal path and I saw a bird of prey in the sky and I was completely entranced by it. And I just stopped, <laughs> ped- I stopped pedaling and I just fell over sideways. <laughs> Oh, what a, what a wholesome injury to receive. What a sort of British quaint. Well, yeah, like if you're Mr. Bean. I mean, it was ridiculous. Anyway, um, so I did that. But this time this is an overuse injury, obviously. Um, mm. And it is. So there are little kind of sacks of fluid um, called bursas, I think. I don't actually have Dr. Google open in front of me to check this. Mm-hmm. Um, to verify my sources anyway um, they ca- they're, they're sort of there to kind of protect joints um, so you can get bursitis you, you can and they, they become inflamed through overuse or impact or whatever oh um, yeah because itis basically means anything's angry and, and yeah. inflamed doesn't it yeah I have, I have angry sacks I think it's, angry sacks in your hips yeah um, yeah so not great and it was after Aww. I did um, so I could feel it coming on two or three weeks ago uh when I did I did uh, a tempo run so I was kind of pushing that and 
Um, and then I sort of followed that up a few days later by doing a half marathon distance. So just over 13 and mm-hmm. um, pointing out the bleeding obvious on a running podcast, for God's sake. Um, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of you have heard of a half marathon. But... <laughs> just around 21K. Yeah. So I did that. And then I was, it, I just felt this really stiff. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd even kind of classify it as, pain um but it's a very very stiff feeling in my left hip and really quite high up on my hip just where the hip bone is um Ooh. yeah and so I had that and then um but that was that was always going to be my longest run before doing the half because I'm doing a half marathon this weekend I'm doing Brighton marathon Brighton half um oh my god I've forgotten you're doing that yeah so yeah uh, sure um oh, so good I, luck we need to be making a huge fuss well I need the luck because my hip well anyway so it was going it mm. kind of it kind of eased off because I stopped running quite so much on it and just did strength work and then I did a 10k this weekend just gone because I was doing the local landmark oh, the yeah. local landmarks 10k 10k which was lovely actually I had I had a really nice time because I was away in Porter's Head. I wasn't in Bath. Um, and it made me kind of find a route where I would go and see nice things. Um, That's really nice. I saw a couple lush. of people on socials had, had done it and it looked like a really nice thing. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was really lovely. Um, so I really mm. enjoyed it, but I have felt my hip ever since. So I think, so I've got, I've got my half marathon on Sunday. Um which I, I'm really, really looking forward to, but I just, I just want to be able to do it without pain. Um, yeah. So I, I have a feeling that I'm going to have to draw on all of my confidence and not run now. Between yeah. I ran, I ran this morning, and that made things worse. So I think I'm just going to have to not run between now and then. I um, think that's the best idea. I think chill, yoga anything uh, sort of stretchy sounds like a good idea I don't really know what I'm talking about but that seems like it would be a nice idea I think so but it's you know it's just that feeling of like coming up to a race and and not doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing you know not running it suddenly sucks all the confidence out of you like when I Mm. I mean my 10k on Sunday was all right it was okay and I just had this tiny tiny kind of hippie kind of feel but then when I went this morning and again, it was because I pushed the pace. I was trying to do tempo, and um, yeah, and that's what set it off. So, oh, I what, don't know. What's your? What would you say your goal is for the Brighton half? Is it, you know, do you want to try and get a PB, or do you want to just enjoy it and see Brighton and do do that for the you know do it for the first time to cross the finish line? What's your kind of goal with it? Yeah, all those last ones really, because I haven't. Mm. Although I've been doing, I have been doing my kind of complicated running, you know, the hills and the tempo and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I haven't done the distance that I would like to have done in order to make it feel really, really super comfortable at a kind of fast pace. And for me, a fast pace, a fast pace would be trying to get it under two hours. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And I think, I think because of my hip and because it's a new one for me, I think I just need to take it really, really plodding slow and just enjoy the view. So I, I definitely just do that. think that sounds like the best shout, I reckon, because you've got, we've got, um, we've got Bath coming up. We've got Berlin coming up. Bath, Berlin, Brighton, a 3B. You're doing a 3Bs. Oh, jeez, I am. Coming up. Yeah. Um, we've got, if we've got all three of those, I know what you would say to me would be, what's the one that you're going to 
yeah you know that that you're aiming to achieve something with and the yeah. others just have a lovely time and enjoy it yeah I think this this one is a have a lovely time enjoy it one and if you're if you feel any twinging yeah then go super slow even walk for a bit whatever yeah. you need to do do you know what I think that's right I think what I'm going to do is I will aim for Bath to be my PB that's so, what I'm doing yeah because yeah. it's, it's far away enough now that if I do if this injury keeps on kind of niggling me I've got, mm. I've got time to re- recover um yeah and 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 I can I can try and get a PB on a course that I'm familiar with and that my last PB was on in any case so exactly um, I think that sounds like a good idea I think yeah Berlin originally I was going to use as my PB I think yeah um because it was like because it was after because yeah. I was going to run bath and then I was just going to chill and like maybe try and maintain maybe do one sort of five or six mile between them but they were only two weeks apart or something weren't they so I think I was just going to like taper after the bath half after trying to do my pb one and just enjoy Berlin I think it mine's the other way around now so the Berlin one because of the slight interruption to training that's happened yeah that one I'm gonna just focus on having a lovely time and enjoying it and then bath path will have almost two months after that yeah so as long as provided I don't injure myself yeah I'll, I should be at a good level that I'll have the confidence that I can run half so I'll just need to keep maintaining exactly. some yeah. distance and doing some train doing some tempo and stuff yeah. oh, oh my I get god so nervous saying stuff like that on the podcast so I, so I don't want anybody to <laughs> hold me to it <laughs> oh but god it, and it but it is it's it's interesting, isn't it? Like how much of getting to the start line is the confidence thing. And, you know, like we've talked about before, like um, like I've mentioned that stat before about the ultra runners and how it's a very small um, percentage of, of ultra runners um, mm. for the big races are women, but a, a much higher proportion of that percentage get to the finish line because, yeah. because women don't have this sort of innate bullshitty confidence that they oh you know it's only 100 miles I can do that they don't they don't turn up to a start line unless they feel thoroughly prepared um so it's kind of yeah I mean blokes that's what I need (laughs) I need a bit of bloke energy this time around because that's so me I would never I hate doing things I'm shit at I would never turn up at a start line if I didn't think I was going to smash it Mm -hmm. and that's uh, unfortunately I think it's going to be the case for Berlin where I'm not I'm not going to be able to stick to the training schedule that I originally planned in the way that I have done before when I've trained for half marathons. Yeah. So I think I just need to have a bit of blokey energy and go, let's give it a crack. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? I'm sure I'll still, I need to go with all the confidence of a straight white man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And do, do you know what? Because the other thing is to keep in mind, it's like, Holly, how many half marathons have you run? I think that, that will this be my third or fourth? <laughs> You can't even remember you've done so many. I mean, you know, that isn't that amazing? I, w- I will survive. <laughs> I will survive, definitely, you know? I, yeah, I think it's amazing. I do remember, um, I think it was for the, oh, I can't remember. It, it, was, it was for, a, it was, I was training for a half marathon and I remember voicing concerns to a bloke and saying, oh, I'm just really worried about my training. And he said, but you've done it before, so you know you can run it again. 
And and I just thought I see that yeah, mental to me. But yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean it's simplistic, <laughs> isn't it? Because you're going, Yes, I did run it before, but it, that was a whole year ago. And yeah. lots of things have changed in that year. But um but the, but there is the kernel of truth there, I guess. There is a little bit that you know, at least if anything, even if you came completely unprepared and you had done no training at all at least the fact that you've done it before is a bit of a kind of weapon in your arsenal that you know what to expect from the length yeah I don't think I'd ever covered a distance of a half marathon before running one yeah at least you know what 13 miles feels like so psychologically you can go even if you're like I'm running a mile on a mile off a mile on a mile off or something yeah which there's absolutely no shame in doing before I've done training ones where I've done that yeah with I've been struggling with getting my fitness back or something and even it just gives you a bit of an idea that it's like whether you whether it's going to take you 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes to cover that mile distance so that you can psychologically be a little bit more prepared because if you have no idea what kind of time you're looking at in terms of how long it's going to take you to get to the finish line mm-hmm. it'd be it's so much easier to just be like well I'm going to sack it off and go to the the <laughs> refreshments area then <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast you will love women's running magazine right now you can become a member of women's running plus which includes a subscription to the magazine and tons of great benefits for just 9.99 every three months saving a third off the cover price just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter Feb 22 WR Pod at the checkout. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I was just thinking because when, when we um, before we started talking, I was I was going through some of our emails that we've had from listeners, mm. and um, and actually a couple of the ones that I was thinking about um, talking about. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm not going to mention them specifically by name because there was actually a handful of emails that we got that were kind of saying roughly the same thing. And it was, it was readers that were readers, listeners talking about, God, I'm so, I'm so analog, um, talking about, <laughs> um, injury and or pregnancy and stuff like that and, and how they've had to be pragmatic about running at a different pace to how yeah. they used to run that kind of change in their mindset it's kind of yeah kind of thinking it's kind of disassociating yourself from from that woman who ran at that pace at that time yeah and and just to be happy with yourself in the present at the that you are achieving what you're achieving and I think that's I mean it, oh god it's I think it's an astonishing like it's, it's a really tough lesson I think mm. they have to get to grips with. And I think it's astonishing that people are able to get their minds around that because I feel like I'm constantly trying to be better than old me or mm. young me, actually, young me. Um, for some reason, I'm trying to sort of battle, you know, battle those PBs, battle that pace or whatever. Yeah. Always, 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 always. Um, even though, you know, in the meantime, I might have popped out a kid or two or, you know, mm-hmm. or, or I had a couple of chest infections or whatever. But, yeah, I wonder if there's something that we can do in order to kind of reframe our sights, you know, kind of adjust our expectations so that they are 
So they're, they're just a still bit good. fairer. Yeah, 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 still good. And I think this is this is where we you need to find the balance between I'm going to say it and I don't want to slag either of us off, but mm. probably the balance between me and Esther, which <laughs> is that <laughs> which is that it needs to be Holly ref- talking to you here, babes. <laughs> it needs to be challenging enough that you feel like you are pushing yourself a little bit and that you're taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. But Esther, talking to you here now, babes. <laughs> it needs to be. It needs to be. It needs to be. You know, relatively kind to a degree that you're making sure that the that the the focus is is still enjoying it and challenging yourself in a great way rather than in a way of trying to make yourself feel rubbish because you can't achieve the same things that you know you mm-hmm. however many years ago or you pre however many children or whatever it is might might be or yeah as you say things that are completely completely out of our control like like injury like illness like yeah. setbacks that we just have no idea are coming I think I'm venturing into talking total bollocks now but no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. This is all valuable content, Hall. I love it. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Though? Um, one thing I, I think that's, I, I do think that's right. I do think that I, I generally, because if this is all about me, which, you know, um, but I generally <laughs> know, know that I, I do need to be a bit kinder to myself. And right. Mm. Okay. So right. Hip bursitis runs. So the one, so the 10K I did at the weekend and yep the 5k that I did today the 5k I did today I tried to punish myself because I thought Mm. I need I need to get in a tempo and the reason I thought that I needed to get in a tempo was because the 10k at the weekend was not my usual pace it was considerably slower and I did Mm. and it's because I didn't know the route so I did lots of stopping and checking on my phone I also was taking photographs for because that's what you do with the local landmarks I was taking photographs stopped there was a there was a flight of stairs at one point so I was walking up the stairs um, did all that so that my pace was much much slower um but I, when I finished that 10k I felt brilliant physically and mentally I felt absolutely brilliant and when yeah. I finished my 5k this morning I felt like shit I love that I mean I hate that for you that that's how you felt this morning but I love mm. that as a kind of analogy for exactly what we were just talking about mm. it like, is, isn't it? I remember I did that thing where I went to a hotel um it was a bit random but um it was lovely if they're listening it was a hotel that were giving you a 5k uh map when you got yeah. there yeah it was lovely yeah. it was really nice it was an art I think it was called something art run mm. um and god I should know that I should know we can try and put it in the show notes or something but yeah um it was um I had exactly the same thing where it took me an hour a full hour mm. to do a 5k that's all mm. it was it was just a 5k around London and they gave you a little map and you had to find bits of art along the way very like the landmarks thing mm. um and it really freaked me out and I didn't think at all about the fact that I didn't know where I was going either I kept going wrong and having to look at the map I was similarly taking pictures of all the art Doug had come with me to take pictures of the run for the story yeah and I kept having to wait for him and then we had a big argument because he thought it was one way and I thought it was another way. And I haven't considered any of those things in the fact that it took me an hour. All that was in my brain was I was like, it took me an hour to do a 5K. Yeah. I need to I need to 
yeah, similarly, as you said, sort of punish myself. I need to get back to the drawing board because I'm obviously doing something wrong here. I don't think at all about the fact that despite uh, the little spat around directions, that I'd had the most fun morning jogging around looking at bits of art. And yeah, I completely feel you that the point of something like a landmarks run is not to smash the not to smash a PB, it's to remind you to stop and smell the flowers, isn't it? Yeah, and I do, I, I think, yeah, because my, my, so that 10K was a full 10 minutes slower than I would normally run one. And I was, and I, I don't know if I can, if I can over the, the medium of podcast kind of mm. like convey the fact that when I looked at my Garmin and I saw that time that I, just I had a little screwed up face <laughs> I was really disgruntled mm. but it almost immediately went because I stopped running and I walked and I thought oh my hip feels all right and then I went in and saw the kids and saw my mother-in-law and I had a shower and had a massive great roast dinner oh, and the best just, it was just the best it was just, and I felt brilliant and I remember at some point turning around to my mother-in-law and just said I just feel amazing today because I did this run and she was like, oh, yeah. you know, is that what running does for you? And I was like, yeah, it does. It does. It makes you feel amazing. But oh, today- there's nothing smugger than a run on holiday <laughs> and then a roast afterwards. Oh, it's great. And you know what? We had um, steamed syrup pudding afterwards with custard. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> oh my God. It was so good. It's so good. <laughs> I've completely run out of sweets and and puds now because of because of COVID isolation. Yeah, oh my god! I know I'm going to have to ask for some request some in my shop that Cara's doing for me. But I'm, oh. I'm I finished the minstrels yesterday, and there's I can't go and get more. Oh, this is ridiculous! Yeah, you I need know. you need you need to, that that that's just like a vital a vital self-isolating thing isn't I it? know yeah. I actually maybe I could I wouldn't do this but maybe I could go to the shop with Covid and if somebody says hang on <laughs> you're not allowed I'll go actually for emergencies you are allowed to go if there's yeah. no other option and she, I, she says with 15 packets of Maryland cookies <laughs> under her arm or something <laughs> emergency check no other option check, definite check <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. oh I'm feeling so much jollier after this conversation you know generally about I think I needed to have that chat about remembering that oh. running is about there is even if you remind yourself that you're just running for fun and it's just for yourself yeah. there is such a stigma isn't there with kind of I even I get nervous to say that my kind of timings for how long it does take me to run because yeah. I, I realized there that I I made a big fuss of an hour I'm sure that there are some people out there, it might take them an hour to run a 5k. And I just want to reassure that there is literally zero problem with that because Mm. it is about the experience of having a great time. And and it's not really a great time, it's a bit always, but you know what I mean? It's it's of that feeling of accomplishment and of, and and it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether it took you 20 minutes, like some very smug people on my social media who I take my hat off to, but also get slightly irritated with, Mm. or, whether it takes you an hour you know it's uh, I think I, I need to be reminded of that for for Berlin that even if I'm going to be a bit slower than I planned yeah I will still be running a half marathon and I will still feel all of those 
gorgeous, lovely endorphins when we go and have our Steiners afterwards. Yeah, Steiner. We go, <laughs> go and have our massive grand pianos afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> with Frankfurter on top. Steinway, but never mind. Um, yeah, what is a Steiner? <laughs> I don't know. I've completely made it no. up. You're you're the one that's half German. What I'm imagining is a big frothy beer, you know, a big frothy beer that's sort of dribbling over the side in a a flagon. That's what I'm thinking of when I'm saying that. Served to us by some kind of buxom kind of German waitress type. Yes, in a dundle or whatever they're called. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. While while we sit there in our lederhosen. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. really want some lederhosen I, I know I, I they're quite expensive I can't tell oh, you how no. I know that but <laughs> I they are <laughs> she says adjusting the camera just so that I can't see that she's wearing lederhosen <laughs> <laughs> yeah this could have all been a ploy today actually we have had to turn our cameras off and it may be because I'm wearing my lederhosen today and no one will ever know so that's just keep that nice and quiet i'm sure we're going to get overtaken by somebody in lederhosen oh i do hope so i do hope yeah. so that'd be yeah. brilliant i'd love that um do you i know, wouldn't be angry about that no i wouldn't be angry no. about that i'd cheer them on if i have yeah, any breath too. in my body yeah but <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, right, the other the other thing that i was going to mention just slightly because this does tie in with it was um because and it's to do with a feature that we put in the magazine as well, which was all about imposter syndrome. And this, mm, I spotted that come through my letterbox and I, I made uh, a note to read that feature later because... Have a read, have a read. Um, mm. I was just thinking about that because that does tie in with everything we're talking about, like the confidence to turn up at the start line, the, um, the feeling that you're, a, you know, considering you're a runner, no matter what kind of time you do your run in and all that kind of stuff. And... And the reason why I wanted to bring it up and the reason why actually we did the feature in uh, the magazine was because of a couple of comments that I'd heard from friends. Um, mm. And one of them was uh, someone said to me, I don't want to start running until I've lost some weight. Mm. Um, and then someone else said, um, I don't want to run 10K because I think I'd suggested a, a local race. I don't mm. want to run 10K until I can run a faster 5K. Um, so she was, she was sort of saying that she, there was, she didn't think that she felt as though she was able to run a longer distance until her 5K distance was at a pace at which she would be applauded in some way. Yeah, it was just those, sad. Those two comments, I found them to be... A bit sad, yeah. yeah. A bit upsetting, sad, and uh, and I just thought, and and it also because any kind of comment I would say in response to either of those sounded like platitudes, you know. No, don't be silly. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I can totally see how that would. I'm sure, having been a person who said similar things in the past, that that's mm. that's how it feels when somebody says that silly. But I I, do, I don't know how else to phrase it other than honestly that's silly mm. it, it's not silly we all have our I'm not undermining it but like yeah just it's 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 just it's not applicable to whether or not you're, you're a runner how fast you can do your 5k or what you weigh yeah I know you're you're, you're absolutely right I, I and I was just wondering if 
I mean, what's your experiences of imposter syndrome or do you not? Do you, do you, are you fine? Are you do not you an think, imposter? Do you think I'm fine? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have massive imposter syndrome and I want to know I, what it is. <laughs> I think we both are a bit not fine on this. No, I'm not. I'm not. Think, I don't know why I phrased it like I that. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely suffer from it, but I do think I get I've, I'm getting better the older I am because I think a mm. lot of my imposter syndrome comes not from necessarily maybe this is a, a thing too and I can discuss this in therapy but <laughs> I, I I think part of me doubts myself but mainly it, it comes from other people other people's perceptions and genuinely the older I get the less I care at all about what anybody thinks of me and the pandemic's mm. actually been quite helpful for it as well taking myself away from situations where we we have just had to kind of you know entertain ourselves and mm. and not not we haven't had to worry so much about how we're appearing to the outside world it's been a very insular thing that we've been doing for the last couple of years I just don't think I have any any shits left to give for <laughs> the, what other people think. And so I think that has, saying that, I'm obviously not, I still don't love putting my Strava, you know, my, my timings on Strava and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in terms of what I say to myself in my own brain about what I can do and what I'm capable of, I've got a lot better when I've stopped thinking so much about about other people and I think having running buddies who are supportive and tell you like lots of our conversations that we've had have been really helpful for me in redefining mm. what I think the public perception maybe of what a runner is and understanding that it's whatever I define it as for myself. And so if that means that in phases of my life, I'm only running once every couple of weeks when I fancy it, which I have done, mm. then that's still I'm still a runner and that if it takes me three hours to run a half marathon I'm very much still a runner Mm. and that if I put a bit of weight on during training which is something that I've done before when I've been training but I've found that my appetite has gone up a lot then Mm. I'm very much still a runner I think it's it's trying to it's somehow it's it's very difficult isn't it but it's somehow trying to separate things that you might have heard people say or read in magazines that aren't mm. ours no offense to others or to sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or that you've kind of have come into your like understanding of and it helped you kind of subconsciously form an idea of what a runner is supposed to be yeah. and it's having a bit of a tough conversation with yourself and breaking it down and going unfortunately the only thing that's stopping me being a runner is not being asked to run <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I think that also there's there is there's the there's the kind of the um, suppressing of what you think other people are thinking. Yeah, but on the other hand, and I think one of my my biggest problems in terms of imposter syndrome is the internal critic. And oh yeah, and that bitch, I I don't know what to do with her because. You know, no, no matter... she sucks, doesn't she? Yeah. Because she's the one you've got to watch out for. Yeah, she is. Mm. Because, I mean, she is, she says the worst stuff. And she's the one, like, you know, so in my head, I mean, everything, I feel like an imposter in every avenue of my life. Mm-hmm. Like work, parenting, friendships, 
podcasts <laughs> running, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all of it, all of it. And, and um, sometimes external validation really helps. Yeah. But, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you've still, you've still got everything in there just sort of going, yeah, I know they said that they liked but that. But they don't they... know. Yeah, I so have that with you. Like, <laughs> like that feeling of like, but they don't know, like they don't know how rubbish I've actually been, how out of breath mm. I've actually been on those runs or how yeah. I skipped that one last week or how I fell over and I'm probably, you know, mm-hmm. you, yeah, definitely you make an excuse and you go, don't trust them or what they're saying yeah I know maybe we have to get up in the morning and we have to go I think when I genuinely try and think about the times that I felt most confident about whatever it is running work my body my life my health whatever it is Mm. maybe they're the times that I have literally got up in the morning and I've gone you are a badass and (laughs) and I've really tried to believe it how do you do that how do you make yourself believe something how do you, how do you do like I don't know how to make the positivity I stick I just think it's it's I such a hard maybe part of it and again we shouldn't be resulting resulting we shouldn't be um relying on external things as we've said but mm. like may, maybe follow, following some people on Instagram on social media on that are people that are like you so if you're looking at runners it, this is no shade whatsoever towards people who are who are you know brilliant runners who are Mm. super athletic and that's what they're great at sometimes following those people is really really helpful to me as a kind of aspirational thing but yeah also sometimes just checking out what somebody who's a similar shape to me a similar size to me runs things at a similar level to me like mine I love following um Carrie Fletcher oh yeah she's lovely yeah Yeah. who's lovely who did the London Marathon recently Sharif is another one that I love following (laughs) yeah um women who I think I genuinely don't have an excuse of but you know I'm a bit I'm a bit curvier than that or I'm a bit I'm a bit slower than that that I think they're doing similar times to me in these races there they look similar to me and I that really inspires me and makes me think well, come on, then I can get off off my ass and do it. But is that relying too much on external validation? It's very philosophical today, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. And I don't know the answer to that. I never did philosophy. And I don't know know if it's better to be able to to, to kind of quieten voices that you find unhelpful or to Mm. quieten your own voice or to address your own voice in some way. And and are you able to change your own voice without suddenly getting all into meditation and and mindfulness? And I'm just not that sort of person. I can't do it. Well, I haven't tried. I haven't tried. I try. And unfortunately for me, it cycles me into all. I go, oh, my breathing's a bit strange, isn't it? And then the mm. next thing I know, I'm having a huge panic attack. And I, and I yeah. go, I'm never trying mindfulness again. <laughs> You know what I have to say? That's just me. I I can totally see that because when I do my yoga class once a week, which I absolutely love Mm -hmm. because of the quietness, that bit where you're lying there and uh, right at the end and it's your kind of relaxation bit, that is the bit at which my mind races. I am unable to bring it back to the centre and just think about relaxing my eyebrows. I'm just sitting there just going... Oh God, the emails that I must have had. The, oh, you know, me the too. Work I've got to do. So I don't, I don't know how to 
turn that really annoying bit off (laughs) the quiet moments is bizarre isn't it because running Mm. is probably actually when I would most be likely to feel not you know to feel uncomfortable to feel Mm. it can sometimes of course it can but weirdly I'm fine when I'm doing things like that it's when I'm lying in bed at night and I haven't got a worry that I start to go oh what would be an interesting worry perhaps it's that I'm going to die um or that um Putin is going to storm into my living room and uh, that's when I start to it's when I haven't got enough things to worry about that I start to go oh let's find a couple yeah really yeah maybe maybe that's the reason why that that my 10k at the weekend one of many reasons why it was so lovely and life-affirming mm. and a happy experience for me it was one of them was that it was a route I'd never been on before so I had to constantly check where I was going so my focus was on one foot in front of the other and which corner am I turning and where am I going yeah and it, it meant I had to really really super super concentrate on it um mm-hmm. and there was quite a bit of weather going on because I was running along a front in Porter's head as well so there was a bit of kind of I couldn't even listen to Bob Mortimer in my is while I was running oh, along. No, we were oh, no. we were blessed with with Eunice over the weekend as well, weren't we? Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless her boots. So um, yeah. yeah, it was it was a little bit windy, um, but yeah. So that that made it, and so that, and then when I did the second run this morning, I I did the same route but only half the distance, and so I knew where I was going, and so that again combines to make it less fun. Um, yeah. So actually, seeking out a new route. I mean, because, yeah, running can be meditative. meditative. So, yeah. Um, mm. yeah, maybe an element of it is trying not to let yourself ruminate on things too much. So you're not focusing, like if, if, for example, the person who said to you that they weren't, they didn't want to start running because they were, um, they, they didn't want to do a 10K, sorry, because they were mm. worried about their 5K time. Mm. Like maybe getting out of that thought cycle I'm definitely thinking far more like a therapist than Mm -hmm. a coach here, but that's probably, you know, because I am not a coach. (laughs) But I think that, I think that, you know, maybe instead of fixating on that idea of, of like, there's a certain 5k time that I have to reach before I get to a 10k. Mm. If that's your challenge and you're really enjoying it, like if you really want to nail down a, sub 20 minute 5k or something you know you're you're really then that's fine but if you want to run a 10k and you feel as though that's holding you back then I I would say that that is kind of rumination isn't it that's just focusing solely on one thing and going I can't possibly do that till I've done this and that's not a thought process that whatever you're applying it to is ever necessarily going to be helpful yeah you know that's generally life is much better lived if you just give it a crack and see what happens you have no idea maybe you'll run a a faster 10k than you were expecting or maybe you won't and but you're not you know you're not going to know unless you just give things a crack sometimes and stop trying to do things perfectly because perfection is completely uh you know uh something that we is a is a I'm, try- I'm sure there's a lush way of describing it, but I can't find it, so I'm going to mess it all up. But, but I, see, here we go. I can't find the perfect way to describe how, what the fallacy of striving for perfection. For perfection. Yeah. 
Oh my I God. <laughs> yeah. It's, I can't, it just goes to show that I could only find the good way of describing it there when I gave up trying to find the perfect one. But perfection is something that in a way is like a weird, probably a slight trauma response in our brain that we're like, oh, if we, tr- if we try and do this perfectly, maybe nobody will judge us and think we're rubbish or maybe everybody will give us a big, a big thumbs up and think we're amazing. Yeah. Uh, doing something perfectly is, is, is never going to be necessarily achievable I would just do it and then see how you feel about it all rather than fixating on I have to achieve this before I can do this and then this yeah Um, yeah that's my sermon from the mount over I love your sermon (laughs) do do you think you can do one every week because I I really like that one and I want to try yeah could you Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like you can tell that I've been in isolation this week. I've barely let <laughs> Esther speak. I've just been wanging on. <laughs> yeah, Hall, for God's sake. I had so I many important things to talk about. I was going to talk about pacing. I, was going to, I wasn't going to talk about pacing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No, no. It's, um, you've yet again been incredibly wise. Do but you next- think that was... Maybe it's starting to be, maybe it's that we joke about me being uncharacteristically wise. Maybe we're actually becoming wiser as we do more podcast episodes. Do you think that's it? I feel like we are getting quite wise now. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, well, except for practical issues in the A, you don't have any sweets in the house, which is unwise. And and B, I haven't listened to that episode that we did with fix your hips lovely victoria because otherwise i wouldn't have bursitis in my hip i know that's true i was actually going to ask you earlier whether you think that's what i had but i can't remember what i don't think she called it bursitis i think it was i just had um sore sockets sockets. (laughs) i need to read we both need to should we do that as homework we both need to go and re-listen to that episode let's go listen to that episode yeah everybody go and listen to that episode if you worry about your hips yeah let's do that let's do that i I shall put the link in the show notes (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast this podcast was recorded over zoom the editor and composer was david newman please hit like and subscribe That way you won't miss the next episode. If you like the podcast, you will love Women's Running Magazine. This February, you can become a member for just $9.99 every three months, saving a third off the cover price. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter Feb 22 WRPod at the checkout. And for just £2 a month, you can become one of our first supporters on Patreon. For the price of a coffee, you'll have our undying adoration and a couple of exclusive perks too. Search for us on Patreon or hit the button in the show notes. Happy running. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 